loving this series based on your book for Cornerstones of Strategic Living. Yes. My good friend, Pastor Brian Holmes. I tried not to. Uh, you can I, call me Bishop. I could call you Coach. <laughs> you can call me Coach. Coach, you know. Um, but I am so happy to have you here. If you guys are interested in this book, you can find it online for Cornerstones of Strategic Living. I would highly recommend getting it. Super small, super easy read. I think you yeah. were intentional on that. Very. Um, but very effective. Today, we're going to be talking about personal development. Yes. All I'm right. excited about it. This is a, a topic that really excites me and inspires me. Um, so, so far we've talked about personal healing, very important part of the process. In fact, it might be the most important. It's, it's like the chief cornerstone of this formula, if you will, because without personal healing, we're entering into the rest of the process incomplete, uh, unreconciled, not, mm-hmm. not fully aware and fully put together. There's a lacking of integrity there that's going to hurt us in the long run. Uh, Personal discovery is where we really dive into who am I, why am I here, how did God wire me, what's my personality style, my strengths, my weaknesses, my talents, my skills, my abilities, you know, what's my zone of genius, I like that word. Uh, how, How do I function best and how do I have the greatest impact? Really knowing yourself is what that boils down to. Then today we're talking about personal development. It's the third cornerstone. Uh, when I was a kid, all right, I was weird, okay? Now, I, I really wasn't. I, I was a normal kid. I mean, I rode my bicycle. I played ball in the street with my friends. I did. I mean, I was just a normal kid. However, something in my heart at a very early age, probably 11, 12, 13, 14 years old, somewhere in there, I, I just was drawn to things that would inspire me that would challenge me, that would uh, nurture my thinking skills. So as a little kid, man, like 13 years old, I began listening to guys like Zig Ziglar and Jim Rohn. If you don't know who these people are, look them up online. Zig Ziglar, Jim Rohn, Les Brown. I mean, some of these guys are, are legends. You know, Paul J. Meyer, Earl Nightingale. And, and I, I don't know how... I, Probably my mom bought some cassette tapes or something. Exactly, my at, mom was a motivational or, or, or some, speaker. Yep, or some <laughs> some records uh, at a at a garage sale, mm-hmm. and so I probably found them that way. But something in me was always drawn to learning, to growing, and I, I I couldn't define it then what it was, but I was just drawn to it. So in that sense, I was probably a weird kid. Uh, as I got into my my later teen years. I mean, I had formed it almost as a, a discipline, really, because I was investing my own money that I earned with lawn mowing money into cassettes and and uh, albums and various learning uh, programs and things that I could get my hands on from various organizations. And so uh, in that sense, I know I might have been a little bit outside the, the norm. However, my generation and, and people in their 40s, 50s, 60s today that generation of people, there was such a high value placed on personal development. Uh, there was an awareness that, listen, I, I want to constantly be growing my vocabulary so I don't talk like a dunce. You know, I mean, God, to listen to teenagers today talk just wears me out. I anyway, was just thinking the same thing. I was like, oh my God, it's like, oh my God, it's like, it's like, it's like, 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 <laughs> like, like. I mean, but to grow your vocabulary, to, to, to be able to carry on adult conversations when you're a kid, a younger person, to come into a uh, very profound or significant situation where there's big money involved 
and be able to carry yourself in a way not only with confidence but with competency because you've taken the time to grow your yourself. So now I fit there. I belong there. And so this was important to me. Nowadays, I, I feel like there, that's a missed, it's, it's, it's missing in our culture today to some degree. So I'm, I'm really bringing it back, all right? So when we talk about who am I, why am I here, and we begin to get that inventory, that picture of our strengths, our abilities, our purpose, our calling, our vision, our passions, those things. Now I have this, I have this inventory of things that I know are present within me, just instinctively and naturally. But what do I do with those? Well, like anything else, if you plant a seed, it might grow in the ground, but truly you should nurture that. It needs to be planted in good soil, healthy soil, number one. Number two, it needs to be nurtured, the soil around it, and keep the, keeping the weeds out of it. It needs to be watered. Mm -hmm. At some point, it breaks through the soil, begins to grow, and at some point it becomes a tree and it bears fruit, right? But there's a season of time where it has to be worked and nurtured and taken care of so that in the end it can show up and show out, so to speak. That's good. All right? So this is a big deal. So, uh, you know, a person who in their youth, for example, has a natural aptitude towards sports or athletics. I I'm thinking just right now of Tiger Woods, for example. Uh, his father saw in him... Uh, a natural ability, and his father nurtured that gift, and Tiger Woods eventually took over the industry, quite literally. Uh, I think of a person like Michael Jackson, who, as a young boy, he and all of his brothers had immense talent, and that was nurtured and developed, and it eventually thrust him into careers. Both of those, by the way, are great examples of tremendous success and then implosions, yeah. <laughs> because they weren't uh, engaged in the process of personal healing and so it eventually caught up with them. But uh, you think about people who want to start a business. They have a natural aptitude toward entrepreneurship or business ownership. Uh, there are things that they need to know from a knowledge place, but there's even deeper understandings they can gain by sitting at the feet of people who have been successful and being mentored by them, being coached by them. Mm -hmm. that's, a, that's a part of the personal development process. Uh, you know, someone like yourself who wants to be a writer, who wants to, to write fiction or nonfiction or personal development books or whatever it may be, you know, to to go out and just read a book on how to write a book is kind of one thing, but to, to get with someone that can actually grow you in that process and walk you through that process or taking a, a course of some kind. Same thing with people who want to be a speaker. Hey, Personal development can even bleed over into the area of marriage, right? How do I relate with other people that I love and care about and not mess the thing up, right? Uh, I've been married for 34 years now. No, it's 34? No, it feels like 82. No, it's 32 years. <laughs> in a good way. <laughs> yeah, in a good way. It's just a lifetime. It's wonderful. Uh, I tell people that I, I have just 32 years of wedded blisters. I meant bliss. I'm sorry, bliss. Uh, so... Uh, I've been married 32 years, but there's been many, many seasons in that marriage where we've had to really go and learn and grow individually and as a couple in order to get to that next level of relationship. Mm -hmm. So this personal development piece is just essential. Uh, it amazes me, Lisa, 
that people will spend money on all kinds of things, but not on developing their mm -hmm. their talents, their skills, mm -hmm. their abilities, their knowledge. Mm -hmm. uh, people will go out and waste money on the most foolish things, but they won't read a book. They won't buy a mm -hmm. book. Mm -hmm. uh, they won't invest in an online course or a training seminar or something like that. Or a life coach. Or, or a, a coach, coach. Or a coach. My gosh, do you understand that every great athlete, I don't care what the sport is, every athlete has coaches. Speaking of golf, it's it's to the point now in golf where every golfer has anywhere between six and eight coaches. They have a swing coach, they have a strength coach, they have a a mental coach where where they work on their their head game. Right? They have uh, I mean a diet coach. The, these if you're serious about growing your competency and becoming better at what you do and more effective at what you do. This coaching thing is a real deal, but it speaks to the person placing value on personal development. Mm -hmm. I mentioned in one of the other videos this concept of living things grow yes, and growing and things, things change. change. Uh, and, you know, it, it's interesting to me that, uh, that people become satisfied with the status quo so much so they just stop growing. Mm -hmm. They stop developing. They plateau. Happens a lot with church people. Mm -hmm. They think they've obtained all the truth there is to understand about the scripture and about God's plan and His His mm -hmm. kingdom, and they just stop. Mm -hmm. And there's just so much more. And and when a person stops developing, stops growing, one, they're not going to be prepared for the the place God's really wanting to take them. And number two, though, they're going to be begin perishing or dying from the inside, as we mentioned mm -hmm. last week. Mm -hmm. So there, there's a couple of ways that you can pursue personal development. But before I, I go there, I want to ask my compadre here. <laughs> okay. I, I have known you now for a number of years and worked with you, me as a coach, you as, as my, my, uh, my client and a friend and somebody that I've mentored and helped along the way in various areas of your life and your business and your ministry. I've observed in you a, a steady trajectory of growth, and by the way, it's never just this. Okay, it's you know, it's this for a while. Then there's a season of, of growth, and you kind of level out a little bit. But there's always this upward. It's it's like the stock market. If you study it for 50, 60, 70 years, you know, you may see some big crashes in there. But if you look at it over time, it's always been an upward trajectory. That's that's how our life should be. Yeah, We're going to have seasons of of downtime and hurt and pain and sorrow and grief and loss and. Things are going to happen, but the, the trajectory should be always upward. Mm -hmm. I've observed that in your life. And so I know instinctively that there are certain things that you do, mm -hmm. be it daily disciplines or periodic disciplines. What are some things that you see as being high value to you for uh, this personal development piece? Um, well, I stay in close connection with two or three people that I know are going to speak truth in my life. Critical. Uh, you are one of them. Um, Kate McGill is another one. I have an intercessor at work, which is Shirley Greenroy, and I, I stay in close connection with those people. I, I, um, I trust the feedback that I get, and I trust that none of the three of you are going to powder puff me. You know, you're going you're gonna to mm -hmm. tell me what I need to hear. So I think that's, that's a crucial piece. Um, but for me also, there are a few disciplines. Obviously, reading the Word is one, and I I, I feel like we say that sometimes flippantly, like you should read the Word of God. No, you really should be reading the Word of God on a daily basis. Yeah. Um, and so for me, because I 
minister the Word of God every day and I'm constantly in the Word of God, I have to be intentional to know that is not it for me. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That is me ministering the Word of God. Yes, I can recall the Word. Yes, I read this passage with this person, but that is not it. That's right. I need that alone time to really just interact with the Scriptures yeah. and hear from the Holy Spirit. That is a non-negotiable for me. And if I go two days without it, I'm cranky. <laughs> I really, I get really, I I've can seen, tell. I've seen her cranky. Um, on a very practical <laughs> note, yeah, you have seen me cranky. On a very practical note, I have a very strict bedtime. Um, and, yeah. I, and I think sometimes we don't think about the important. No, self-care. So, yeah, self-care self is a part of that development is, process. Uh, I, I, if I don't, if I go to bed after 11 o'clock, Again, I'm I'm cranky. You know, I, you you know my history. I've had some clinical depression in the past, or what mm -hmm. have you. And I have to keep my physical body strong sure. and set my my mental, my mind, and my emotions up for success. So I, I like to at ten o'clock kind of retreat to bed, do some reading, turn my phone off. Um, usually my lights are out by eleven, if not before eleven. Um, so that's one. I um, I work out. On a regular basis, I like to work out at least four, if not five days a week. Mm -hmm. I think that's very important as well. Diet, of course. So those are some physical components because I think sometimes we leave those out. But that's all development. I feel it as is though uh, I want to be physically strong for where God is taking me. I don't want to wear out when I'm when the unction of the Holy Spirit comes upon me and I'm ministering for three hours. I don't want my arms to get tired. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I don't want to get tired. I don't want to get worn out or whatever. So that's a big component for me. Um, I feel it's always important that I'm always reading a book. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so I'm always reading a book of some sort. Um, and now I try never to, I have a hard time reading. I was, I'll, it's crazy because I'm a writer, but I don't like to read. Me too. Um, so I love to write, but I do not like to read. So it is a big discipline for me. And I, I honestly set my time like 10 minutes, just 10 minutes. It's good for you for 10 minutes to just read a book. Um, and sometimes I pick a book and it's, it's fast and I love it. And sometimes I'm always like, uh, but also I'm very intentional to say like, look, if I'm going to start a book, I want to finish it because I'm a seven on the Enneagram. I know my weakness is I love to start things, but yep, I struggle yep, to, yep, to bring yep. it through the finish line. So I make sure it's going to be a book that I'm going to read it from the front to the back. So you read short books like my book. Yeah. <laughs> so I loved your book, right? Um, so that's a discipline that I have on a regular basis. Um, I love to, in a year, um, once a year, I love to do some kind of online something. Mm -hmm. uh, whether it's a mind organization class. A couple of years ago, I did the, the brain health mm -hmm. course, certification mm -hmm. course. Um, whether it's whatever, something that Bethel is offering, like a leadership course sure, or whatever. Sure. I like to challenge myself and do some kind of an online course. Um, I'm kind of one of those, oh, if I could have a million certifications type person. <laughs> It's not about the certification. I love to learn. I love to learn. Yep. Love to learn. I'm a brain geek. I love to learn about the brain. So a lot of times I'll, you know, the mind organization, learning about brain function, brain health. I love that kind of stuff. Um, so I think that's... So, are, so what you're... I, I, <laughs> I asked Lisa this question because I, I want you to hear just, un, you know, unrehearsed really. Yeah. You know... We, we all, those of us who are achieving, accomplishing, impacting, have the mindset. What you heard in all those things she listed was a mindset of personal growth. Mm -hmm. And this is the piece that I think is the missing component. It's not so much that people are lacking a personal development plan. You, there's no need to have a personal development plan if you don't have a mindset of personal growth. That's good. I mean, That's think really about it for good. a second. That's really good. If, if, if it is not of value to me, to intentionally pursue growing my capacity, That's increasing good. my influence, 
uh, expanding my capabilities. All if, if that's not important to me, then I, I'm not going to have any internal motivation to develop a plan or read a book mm-hmm. or do a thing, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But behind everything Lisa just said is a is a philosophy. It's a it's a deep core belief. It's mm-hmm. a core value, really, of every day, every week, every month. There's something that must be added to me in order for me to grow more into my full capacity. Because here's the deal. She's freaking awesome at what she does. She's one of the best in the world. However, I will tell you, she's she's tapping on 30% of her potential. And that's high for most people. Mm-hmm. That's, that, that's not a criticism. No, I, okay? I, I hear you. My, my point is, is that at any point, uh, you know, the, the scientists tell us that it, 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 the people who are really brainiacs are only using 10 to 50% of their brain cap- capabilities. So there, there's science to back up that mm-hmm. type of a, an assertion. My point is, is that there's always more that God has for us. He designed us mm-hmm. to always be pursuing yeah. more. I'm not sure there's even a ceiling on it. I yeah. believe it yeah. grow. I believe the kingdom expands yeah. as we expand. Yeah. It makes room for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Bible even says your gift will make room, room for, for you. you. Here's mm-hmm. the thing. If I'm growing my gift, I've got more room. That's good. That's really good. So the point is, is that, uh, you know, you take, take the concept of money, for example. Uh, you know, to whom much is given, much is required. Let's turn to the other one and look at this. Is that God, in relationship to stewardship, God is not going to entrust to you what you've not been faithful with to this point. Yeah. In other words, he who is faithful with a little can be trusted with more, right? Mm-hmm. So the point is, is that if I master the level that I'm on today, all right, if I really master it, and then I, I engage in personal development and personal growth, and I grow my competency, I grow my skill set, I, I go to another level of, of exploration of what can be, and then I master that level, then now I'm moving in the direction of not just mastery of one level, but really reaching my full potential in the kingdom. Mm-hmm. And so the point is, is that there's never an end to that process. Mm-hmm. It is an ever-reaching journey. With the area of money, I, I'm amazed at people that, that you know, they, they literally fantasize about winning the lottery or having a million bucks or 10 million bucks and what they would do with this and how they, man, you know, and then some people play the victim card, you know, well, you know, life's against us and we're, we're you know, whatever. And, and they want to blame everything and everybody and every life circumstance on why they don't have more. I'll make the suggestion to you. The reason why you don't have more in any area of your life is because you've not made room for it. That's right. That's so you've good. You've not made room for it. Uh, if you can't manage a $400 a week paycheck, you can't be trusted by God or anybody else to manage 40000 a month. That's good. So good. And so the, the, my, my understanding of how money works, my understanding of how, how money is, is made, my understanding of how money is multiplied and generational wealth... If I'm putting time in and genuinely wanting to learn and understand how that stuff works, what I'm doing is I'm exercising those muscles and I'm growing my capacity mm-hmm. so that I can be trusted with more. So good. All right. So this personal development piece is a big deal. Now, here's the thing I find. A lot of people make excuses and or they place blame at the feet of somebody else for not growing themselves. Yeah, 100%. And, and I, I, I haven't quite figured out why that is. The, my only guess is, is that it's easier to project the blame or responsibility on someone else for what I don't mm-hmm. have than it is to look in the Just mirror and it. say, you haven't been growing yourself. You've not been doing the things necessary to, to be entrusted with more. 
personal development is a super big deal, mm-hmm. and it must be uh, it must be pursued now. Can I? Um, let me jump in there. For yeah, a please. Because please. I, I think you know, in the, some of the other episodes, we talked about living less than, and I was thinking about there's even another step of less than, which is just enough. Oh my gosh. Right? <laughs> oh my gosh. So some people might be watching this and be like, well, I don't feel like I've settled in less than. I feel like I have enough. Yeah. But that's still not the plan of God for your it life. It is not. Right? So we think about like Egypt was less than. The wilderness was just enough. Yeah. But the more than enough was in the promised land. Yep. And I think I have just enough FOMO in me as a seven <laughs> that I, that's one of the reasons why I can't, I have this, this, and you know, that's also a, can be a weakness, can be to my detriment where I'm, I, I push too hard. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have just enough FOMO that I'm like, man, I know there's more. Mm-hmm. I know mm-hmm. there's more, I knew there's more knowledge. I know there's more wisdom in the scriptures. I know God has more revelation for to me in this, in this yeah. passage of scripture, even just, you know, something. And so I love to sit in that space until I experience the next level yeah, yeah. of something. So when I when I talk about like sitting in the presence of the Lord and I hold tight to that passage that says he's a rewarder of those who earnestly and diligently seek him. Diligently seek him, that's right. And so when I'm sitting in the in the presence of the Lord, the scriptures, I come with that growth mindset. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thinking that I'm not leaving this place until I experience a, a new revelation, a fresh breath, yep. Yep. a reset, whatever it is. I'm not leaving here until I walk. I know I've received something more. like I have just enough FOMO in me that I'm like, I don't want to miss out on what God has in mind yep. for me today. Yep. So when I go two days without reading scripture or sitting in God's presence, I'm like, man. Yeah. What have I missed out on? Yeah. And, and I, I, I just I don't know why, but I kind of hear some of you saying, well, it, it, then it's all about you. Then you want to get in the presence of God so you can just grow yourself and be yourself. Here, here, let me explain something to you. God receives no glory in the earth unless you and I are blessed. That's right. Influencing, making a difference, and being seen. Mm-hmm. The glory of God in the earth is me and you, me and you doing what it is we were created to do. That really is good. the glory. Mm-hmm. So... My my getting in his presence or going to a seminar or reading a book, my my engaging the process of growing my capacity, mm-hmm. yes, I'll benefit from it. But bigger than that, by me benefiting from it, he gets glory for out of it. For his name's sake. And I will his lead you in sake. path of righteousness for his name's That's sake. That's it. So at the end of the day, you know, I, I get a little frustrated with people that get all religious on me. Here's the deal. I'm not doing this for selfish reasons. Do I want to be blessed and highly favored and walking in prosperity and, and, and blowing things out and doing things? You better believe it because I know that that potential God's put that in me. I know I want, I want to have everything, be everything, do everything that he sees me doing and has seen me doing. Mm-hmm. All right. But it's not just, does, does my Heavenly Father want me to be blessed and walk in that prosperity and favor and, and joy? You better believe he does because I'm his kid. Yep. But the bigger picture of all of it is at the end of the day, it brings glory to our Heavenly Father. Amen. That's it. That's Amen. the deal. Amen. Now, let me give you a few things here. These are very practical, okay? Uh, and there's probably a thousand other things that I could put on this list here. And we've already mentioned a few of them. Uh, but, but how can you pursue personal growth, personal development, uh, you know, before I even get to that list, I, I was just thinking a while ago. Uh, my, I was going to share with you my, my kind of my pattern. And, and by the way, this ebbs and flows. It's not always as intense as I'm about to describe to you. But generally speaking, I get up every morning and I'm in the Word. That's my time to be with the Lord. It's quiet time. It's mm-hmm. it's it's Bible being in the Word time. Uh, every single day, usually I split this between morning and right before I go to bed because I want to wake up with my first thoughts and I want to go to bed with positive first uh, positive last thoughts. 
but I, I get up in the morning and it's, it's the Word. I usually listen to a, a Bible teaching of some kind by somebody that I enjoy listening to. Uh, and I, I just, and then I'll spend a few minutes just with some music playing where I'm just, in my mind, in my heart, I'm affirming what I know God has said about my life, about my day, about my future. I love that. I'm, I'm speaking over my own life. What I, I'm simply agreeing with what God said, but I'm saying it right? Mm-hmm. I, I, positive affirmations, confession, confessing the word, whatever you want to call it. It's me agreeing with heaven over my own life mm-hmm. for that day. I spend, that's my, that's how, one way I grow. But every day before I go to bed, I, I read several chapters in a book, depending on whatever book. I'm, it could be a personal development book. It could be a business book. Yeah. It could be I almost a, never read spiritual books. Oh, no, no, no. no. I, 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 I'm not saying this bad, but no. I'm, I'm also giving permission to read Read business books. Read things read, that cha- gravitate you know? to things that you're interested in. Yeah. I mean, the, the, what you're interested in and passionate about is mm-hmm. where you should be developing yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, you know, if you're not interested in, in quantum physics, don't go read a book on quantum physics, please. Just leave it alone, right? I mean, bore me to tears. But if you, you know, I'm reading a book right now, uh, an interesting book on coaching. It's called The Prosperous Coach Method. And it's, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a very interesting book. I do, I do coaching, I do consulting, and I, I love this guy's philosophy of how he approaches. Uh, serving his clients, and so I'm reading that. Right, so it's just it's good for me. Before I go to bed every single night, I spend time doing this right here. I spend time reimagining again and seeing again what this God has good. put in front of me. This is good. I, I literally I, I want the last. But then you thing have to deal with disappointment. <laughs> nah, come on now. No, oh, sorry, go ahead. no, but I, I, I want, I want my picture to be what his picture mm-hmm. is. I want, good. I want to have the, I, I want to, I want to see with his eyes, and I want that to be the prominent picture in my mind because I mean, listen, you're always moving toward your current most dominant picture. That's just a fact of life. That's so good. What you see is where you're going. Period. All right. So you need to remind. You, but here's the other thing about personal development. I, I, every month, every month, I'm, I'm, I'm a super achiever. I'm an overachiever, and I'm going to make sure I'm better than you. <laughs> <laughs> every, every month, uh, my my practice is to do some type of a course online. I I'm a member of a uh, an incredible online community that uh, has a lot of the guys like Jim Rohn, Zig Ziglar. They they have all mm-hmm. their courses there. Every month, I pick one of their courses and I just I just go through. I listen to these guys. I I consume. I absorb the wisdom of years, and I just I take it in. I listen to it. I, I write a journal on it. I, I think about it. Right. So I'm always doing that, and then every single month, I'm making sure that I am uh, reading some book that is growing my mental capacity. I do a lot of brain books too, brain books, belief system books, things along that line, because mm-hmm. I want to constantly be growing myself. Mm-hmm. The point is, is that, and by the way, I've probably spent about, I shouldn't tell this online, I've probably spent about ten, fifteen thousand dollars a year getting coached. <laughs> That's right. I do yep. because because I'm not going to practice or preach something that I don't practice myself because yep. I know the value of it. So the point is is that I I believe in personal development. It is a thing. So let, let me give you the seven things. Can I? Yeah. So actually, it's five things. Sorry. Number one, of course, pursue knowledge. Pursue knowledge. Knowledge is the entryway into uh, wisdom. It's it's just a door. Knowledge can come to in the form of books, online courses, seminars you attend, workshops you attend, things like that, Facebook Lives, things that people are offering that are for the purposes of personal development and personal growth. All right, so pursue knowledge. Number two, this is, in, this is so important. Surround yourself with people who are where you desire to be. 
Jim Rohn says you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. Now that sounds like a really simple, cute statement, but think about that average. It's a mathematical term. You are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. If you are, if the five people you spend the most time with are on the same level you're already on, and you're wanting to grow, you're hanging out with the wrong people. Hmm. Your average is, and if some of those people are are a weight to you, they're always drawing life from you. They become a negative factor in that equation, and now they're bringing your average way down. Mm-hmm. The point is, you got to surround. I, I want to be around people who are already doing the thing successfully that I see myself doing. Mm. I'm going to be intentional about being around those people. I'm going to pursue relationships with those people. And by the way, God will give you favor with that. Uh, it's been my experience. We've talked about this. Number three, hire a personal coach or or bring a mentor alongside of you, someone who has been there, done that T-shirt video, and they can offer their wisdom, their guidance, their experience into your life so that you can accomplish more and be more. Hire a coach, invest money in yourself. Four, attend conferences that are specifically aligned with and or related to your dreams, the things that you want to accomplish. So if you are an entrepreneurial spirit and you want to have a business in a certain arena, go online. Somebody's hosting a meeting somewhere where they have all kinds of breakout sessions, training tracks, where you can learn and grow and become more experienced in that arena. Do that, invest, travel to another city for goodness sake, get on an airplane and go somewhere. Well, Brian, you know, they've got all these requirements now. Yeah, so put your mask on, go. There's flights leaving your airport every day going somewhere. So find where you need to be. If not, attend online. You can do a lot of these things virtually. Uh, But if you can, I have found there's crazy value in being in the place. Oh, yeah, the energy okay? in the room. The energy is incredible. <clears throat> and then five, of course, listen to, listen to audio programs that inspire you, that, that challenge you, that grow you. So these are just some things that you can do mm-hmm. to engage this whole personal growth piece. I'm going to add something to that that I did not uh, mention, but I do journal every day. Yeah, I, oh, yes, very, so very important. So I, I, I journal on it every day mostly because... Again, I'm expecting God to say something to me, and I want to make sure I there write it down. So I come in the presence of the Lord when I'm writing, when I'm reading Scripture. I come prepared to receive to the point where I want to write that down. But journaling is a, you know, as a going back to even the personal healing and personal discovery. I think journaling is a very powerful way oh, to really so just think out talk out a lot of people are verbal processors or writing processors yeah it's a great way to really get in touch with and it's a safe place it is it you is. know you are a safe person to have a conversation with and certainly the holy spirit is a safe person to have a i conversation said to myself with. i said self <laughs> this is what it is yes <laughs> oh my my dad used to always say uh, i uh good grief i see said the blind man it all uh as he spit into the wind it all comes back to me now <laughs> <laughs> Personal development is, is key. If you're not investing in yourself and engaging in activities that will grow you, stretch you. By the way, if you go to the gym to work out, the, the whole purpose is, of strength training is to stretch the muscles, to, to challenge the muscles, to go beyond their capacity because as you press through the pain and through the discipline of it, you are actually growing stronger and increasing your capacity. Personal growth is the same way. You have to do things you've never done before be disciplined about it. Even sometimes do things you don't enjoy totally, but but work through the the discomfort of that and get into the joy of it because you'll begin to experience the results 
from this journey of personal development. Awesome. All right, you guys, that sums it up for today. One last episode where we're going to be talking about personal deployment. Deployment. So excited. Yep. All right, you guys, remember, enforcing purpose, it starts with you. <laughs>